Hi, Loon. I think that was, that sounds like a, similar to the first guy we talked about. Okay. Chinese papermaking spread to the Islamic world where pulp mills and paper mills were used for papermaking and money-making. There you go. That's what we forgot about. Money-making. That's why paper became so popular. Okay, there we go. By the 11th century, papermaking was brought to Europe. And in the 13th century, papermaking was refined with paper mills using water wheels in Spain. Oh, okay, now it's going to say something about the Egyptians. Hold on. Later, European improvements to papermaking process came in the 19th century with the invention of wood-based papers. Oh, paper pulp and stuff like that. I guess that's where that expression comes from. Okay, here we go. Although precursors such as the papyrus and um, A-M-A-T-E, amate or amate, exist, never heard of that, I have no idea what that is. Maybe we could steal that word and use that for our little whatnots. This is a collection of my amate. Yes, no, nobody will know what that is, but we could, we could steal it. Um, Such as papyrus and amate existed in the Mediterranean world and pre-Columbian Americas. Respectively, these materials are not defined as true paper. (gasps) Oh my goodness, they're not defined as true paper. Well, who are you to define true paper? Wait a minute, back up. You just said paper was made out of um, something, you know, like, where, where did I read it? can't find it right now, but it said something about, you know, made out, oh, there it is, made out, so, no, that's not it, but it was made out of paper um, plants and fibers. So why is papyrus, why doesn't that count? That should count. Nor is true parchment considered paper. Huh, who knew? Who knew? Used principally for writing, well, that should qualify it as paper, don't you think? Parchment is heavily prepared animal skin. Huh. Well, I didn't know that. Parchment is heavily prepared animal skin that predates paper and possibly papyrus. Okay, so maybe it went animal skin, parchment, uh, papyrus, and then paper as we know it. Maybe that's just, a, uh, you know, it's, it's all the same stuff. Let's face it, it's something to write on. And uh, I could see them using animal skin. That would make sense. They had it. You know, it was there. Although I honestly don't know why they didn't use leaves. Um, but maybe they broke. Maybe maybe they dried and broke. And uh, maybe, maybe that's why. But I would think it kind of looks like a sheet, a leaf. And, and if it's dry, you could, I don't know, maybe you can't see the charcoal on a brown leaf. Maybe that, that's why it didn't work so well. Um, not sure. Maybe the cave, cave walls probably were brown. I don't know. Um, all right. So, uh, here we are with the animal skins that pos- uh, predates paper and p- possibly papyrus in the 12th century with the advent of plastics. Um, some plastic paper was introduced. Who knew that? Plastic paper as well as paper, plastic laminates, paper, metal laminates, and papers infused or coated with different products that give them special properties. Well, so they're actually saying that the papyrus is completely separate from paper. Although, here's a very, now this is funny. The word paper is etymologically derived from, yes, you guessed it, papyrus. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I give you credit and I take it away in the same uh, breath. It's just something. Uh, and, you know, here, here's the, you know, further description. Paper is a thick, or papyrus is a thick paper-like material. Well, 
just call it paper. Um, but I guess it has its own characteristics. We'll give it that. But getting back, getting back to what are we going to call these things that we make and that we put in our journals? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm on the precipice of not knowing whether I should just keep kind of fudge calling it ephemera because it's really not ephemera because it's not a short-term use thing or it's not necessarily an old thing that's meant to be thrown away. Um, I don't know. Um, Decorations? Well, that's kind of lame. (laughs) We can come up with something better than that, I think. Um, Well, let's, let's think about this. If anybody has any great ideas out there, you know, feel free to share them wherever you can figure out to share them here. Um, and, uh, let us know because it's, it's a real head scratcher and, um, uh, it's, it's, I'm always wondering how to use this, this word in, uh, when I'm talking to everybody and I see other people kind of, you know, trying to do the same thing. Um, so anyway, that's the gist of it. This is the ephemera slash embellishment slash unknown word for the things we make quandary that just happened to come up today in the podcast. So I I hope you enjoyed this one. This was just a fun, uh, random uh, stream of consciousness on those topics. And uh, these are the crazy things that go through my mind in between uh, uh, crafting sessions. So um, I hope you guys are having fun. Make sure you're creating with reckless abandon as always and uh, have absolutely more fun than you did last year crafting because I think that's what it's all about. So I'll be seeing you soon and I'll be talking with you soon um, at the old uh, paper outpost. So I'll sign off now and I can't wait to connect with you guys again. So take care, everyone. Bye-bye. friends, it's Pam at the Paper Outpost here, and today we are talking ephemera, embellishments. These are weird words, and I'm trying to scratch my head and figure out exactly what all these things truly mean, because I feel like I use them daily on a regular basis, and I see them written all the time. I hear them talked about in other YouTube videos, and you know, it just boggles my mind sometimes because... I sit here and I look up what is actually ephemera, Google, please please tell me. And Google tells me that ephemera is basically something that is to be used, like a paper something, that is to be used for a short-term purpose, maybe like advertisements or propaganda or you know, um, you know, little leaflets that there's a party Friday night, don't miss it. And then they're meant to be thrown away. But obviously, obviously to the junk journal crafting world, ephemera is not to be thrown away. No, 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 no. It's meant to be cherished and dare I say hoarded. Um, It's funny how we almost use that word hoarded as a badge of honor in the junk journaling world, but it's true. Uh, Things that were easily tossed out yesteryear, we all of a sudden give this great amount of uh, adoration to, and we just want to gather all this stuff up and keep it and and admire it. And it's, it's almost like looking back in a window of time that has already passed. And uh, so that's, you know, technically according to Dr. Google, that's what real ephemera is. So my quandary, my question 
is what is the stuff that we make together on the paper outpost? Well, it's not truly ephemera because it's well, some of it's old stuff, some of it's used book pages, so I guess that's sort of ephemera, but I don't think a book page was meant to be thrown out in the beginning when it was created, so probably not. But we make these things and I'm okay, let's toss in the word there embellishments. This one gets tossed around a lot. And when I think about embellishments, I think about, you know, it's like the makeup on the journal. It's just something to make it prettier, something to make it more eye-appealing, more eye-catching, more interesting to look at. So I think of it as a a little soft something that you might glue on somewhere, you know, like a little piece of ribbon or a little, you know, a piece of paper or a one little sticker or something like a little embellishment it sounds very small and cute and tiny and 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 delicate and uh, just like a little accent piece almost like it's not a whole enchilada it's an accent piece and i don't really know if there's a word for what we actually make we make these you know currency envelopes and flips and you know all these other crazy things that we make Um, journal cards and this and that and I don't really know if we have a word yet that categorizes all of those things that we make and we add into our journals that we glue onto our journals that are you know of a fair size uh, or that we clip onto our journals that can be considered removables or insertables depending on you know how you look at it or you know or these things that we tuck in to our journals Um, What would you call a piece of uh, writing stationery that you tuck into a journal that isn't written on yet, but maybe it's old, maybe it's vintage, but it wasn't originally meant to be thrown away. Um, So that's not technically ephemera, but it, nope, it's not an embellishment either. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards the category of stuff. I don't really know what else to call it. Um, you know, this stuff that we, we gather or that we make and we put into our journals. There's, there's, you know, this, this is quite a, qu- a quandary and, and somebody needs to make a word for it. And, uh, I'm, I'm sitting here scratching my head and I, I can't think of a word for it. Um, better than stuff, <laughs> which doesn't really seem to explain that much of what it is. All right. Together, we're going to sit here and we're going to Google. All right. Uh, journal embellishments and I want to see if there's a Google definition okay no (laughs) it just seems to jump into articles about Google embellishments and it's just explaining you know examples of them uh, you know pretty little adornments and things like that Um, but uh, it doesn't really seem to give a definition of a journal embellishment Um, here's a lady who uses an expression, tucks, tags, and embellishments. Ah, okay. So she kind of rolls it together there with the other things. And I think she was searching for a word. See, that's, that's what it is. She was looking for a word and there was no word. And that's why she ended up making a, a triple word score with tuck, tags, and embellishments there because there is no word. Um, and you're probably saying, oh, yes, there's this word. Think of this word, Pam. It's the obvious word. And we all use it. And you're just forgetting it right now. But I've been sitting here, you know, heavily scratching the head. And no, there's no lice. I checked. <laughs> it's just I have no idea what we call this stuff. Um, let's see. We could do collectibles. We could do um, 
interesting things. <laughs> I mean, it, nothing really seems to capture the essence of what these little handmade items are uh, that we tuck and nestle into these little pockets and, you know, corner tucks and, you know, clip things that we clip in. I, it just boggles my mind. Um, and, you know, who started all this? I would like to know, does anybody know who started this whole junk journal concept process? I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's not recent. I mean, the idea of just collecting a bunch of things and, um, you know, putting them in a certain way and making a journal out of them is probably back from the origins of paper creation. Uh, well, I meant maybe not then because they didn't really have junk because even a piece of paper would have been extremely valuable and you wouldn't even term it junk and you probably, it was coveted and protected and heralded and only monks and, and priests and like very important people could have paper way back when because they were the ones that were writing on it. But then it makes me wonder, where did people put their notes? I mean, what about the average guy? in the barn and he was trying to build something and he was trying, you know, I mean, I imagine some people measured at some point and they sat down and they were trying to figure out the measurements of something and he had to squiggle on something. And he had probably, did he have a pen yet? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe the pens came after, what came first, the pen or the paper? Well, probably the pen came after the pencil because the pencil probably came from charcoal, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. I'll go with that. Okay, so now you've got the caveman holding the piece of charcoal, and then he's, okay, he's, let's, he's doing the cave, he's doing it on the cave wall, right? But that gets old after a while. It's not like you can just pick it up and take it with you, right? Let's say you needed to tell somebody something down the river, and uh, you can't just take up your, pick up your cave wall and, and go down the river, you know, just, you know, put it in your little boat and go, down you go. You got a problem. He had to wait until somebody invented paper. Oh, we should look that up. When did when was paper invented? Paper was invented. I'm going to think it was invented like papyrus. Maybe the Egyptians invented it first. Okay, let's see. Oh, paper was invented. This is Dr. Google talking. Around 100 BC in China. Oh, okay. It wasn't the papyrus. Okay. Um, at least according to Dr. Google here. Um, in 105 AD... Under a very important Han Dynasty Emperor Ho Ti, um, he was the first to start the papermaking industry. Well, thank you, uh, Emperor Ho Ti. You have certainly increased the the quality of our lives with paper. And uh, since we're um, sadly seeing the, well, I don't know if it's sadly, but I mean, uh, for those of us who love paper, it's sadly to see paper not being used so much anymore, which it makes it all the more coveted and amazing to look at and a reason to uh, protect it and honor it in journals and, and our little whatnots, um, those little things that we tuck in, we could call them whatnots, but it's not very descriptive, still searching for the word here. Um, okay, so, you know, I think since we're going to the digital age and there's less and less paper around and we are this strange genre of crafters who are mesmerized by paper and we love the touch and the feel of it and we're creating these things to honor it and uh you know share it with others share it with our like with ourselves with our family with our friends um Yet we somehow don't have the word to explain the little things that we make that we put inside. 
maybe they're big embellishments. How about that? We have little embellishments and then we have the big embellishments. We could talk about it that way. That, that could fly. I could see that in some circuits, but um, it's still it's still not doing it for me. I need something bigger than that. I need I need a word. Um, oh, here, Dr. Google is saying, when did the Egyptians invent paper? The pap- uh, papyrus paper is the first paper in history. Now, see, the, here is where Dr. Google is is conflicting himself here with, okay, <clears throat> all right, Dr. Google, you've got two answers for me. Papyrus paper is the first paper in history found in the tombs and temples of ancient Egyptians as far back as 2700 BC. It was made by the ancient Egyptians from the papyrus plant. Um, okay, you know what? When all else fails and Dr. Google contradicts itself, we'll go straight to Wikipedia and we will ask Wikipedia the history of paper. Okay, here. Paper <clears throat> is paper. Okay, it's going to tell us what paper is. Like, we don't know what paper is. Paper is a thin, non woven material traditionally made from a combination of milled plant and textile fibers. It is primarily used for writing, artwork, and packaging. It is a it is commonly white. Well, we could we could differ on that one a little bit. Um, the first paper, I don't think the first papers were white. They didn't have bleach back then. I'm going to call you on this, Mr. Wikipedia. You might not be right on that. The first paper making process was documented in China. Okay, back to the Chinese giving credit. In the Eastern Han period, 25 to 220 CE. What's CE? I've never heard of that before. All right. Traditionally attributed to the court official 